For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Host Plus, the good folks, folks at Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Get around them. Get around Jason Regan, who's been sensational as part of the Sample Show. Um, Jace, I can't wait for the finals. This weekend, it all gets underway. We spoke to Marty Matner from the Sturt Footy Club just before and Brett Hand from Glenelg. I'm not sure which way either team you'd tip uh, for that game. It'd be pretty close. It's it's so tight, uh, and I I keep saying this. It feels like we give it lip service when we say this every final series, but I can't recall a final series in the SNFL where it's so close. And outside of that, teams that didn't make the finals, you've got to remember there were three upsets last weekend heading into the finals. So, look, it, it really is anyone's ball game. As, as far as Sturt and Glenelg goes... I, the only I'm going with Glenelg, and only because I, I genuinely think that they can still win the flag. I think Sturt can go all the way to the grand final, but I, I can't see a way that they win the flag. I think Glenelg can genuinely win the premiership. So, to do that, they're going to have to win. There you go, big tip there. So, um, a bit of a Glen. Oh, I'd say that's a bit of an upset. Yeah, I, I think so because I mean well, we're all talking still, about the Nords and the Norths above them on the ladder, so technically but, probably not. But it's just it's just really close. But that's where we're fun. at, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really, that's really that's where this season's at. So, look, mates, uh, earlier on today, whilst you were um, off down at Albert and doing your thing, because uh, you're a busy man, Hazy, uh, you get out of the studio in the morning and then off down there, uh, whacking the tie on the suit and tie. We watch you on the news, and then we come back and bang, we're into the SNFL show. Uh, you left me alone in the studio, which I appreciate because not many people would do that. It's dangerous. It's really dangerous. I'll say that much. I'm not sure if stuff's going to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit worried about that. But uh, I had, uh, had an opportunity to catch up with Mickey Godden. G'day, Mick. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, gearing up for finals now. And look, it's uh, I imagine uh, an exciting time of year for, for your group, uh, AFL-listed players, and uh, the top-up players as well, which you had a big hand in getting a lot of these guys to the club. Yeah, it is. It's really exciting. I think we we uh, set out the start of the year, obviously, to with a bit unique, obviously, being the Sample team and also an AFL reserves team. We we are a little unique of what our goals are, but we also you know, we want players to push for AFL selection and develop them, but also we still want to... We're desperate to win a Sample premiership, so... You know, we've now put ourselves in a position where we're going to be fighting for that, and that's really exciting because we've got you know, a number of guys that have not experienced it before, and uh, it's going to be great for them to play some finals and um, and you know get get just get better. What's it been like? Uh, obviously, you were gonna, you've qualified a long way out. Uh, it's been an even season in the SNFL, and you've experienced uh, what it's like to hold up the Thomas Seymour Trophy before, but. Uh, what's it like for uh, for some of these guys that maybe have come to the Crows from outside of South Australia? You don't understand the history of the sand. For have you gone about trying to explain what this time of year means in South Australia? Because there will be uh, a lot of eyeballs on the finals, particularly with both AFL clubs out of commission now. Yeah, it is. It's certainly one of the one of the roles that we take on is to to educate what Sandville is to our state and and the importance of it. So. 
you know, we, you know, it's one of those things I, I show vision and I, I talk about the past and talk about players that have played and clubs that have won it and how they do it. And, I mean, even just to show them the way the final five works. So a lot of them have not really come across that before. So, you know, small little details that obviously I've been around for many years, but a lot of these young men haven't. And, you know, generally for the AFL listed guys, their focus a lot of a season is, is very much about getting better and making sure that they push themselves for AFL selection. But now the, the focus shifts. So we're just educating on what that means uh, to the state. And obviously we're a big part of that now. Mick, can I ask you about uh, the top-up players that uh, used at the Adelaide Crows? I don't like that term, actually, but, you know, they're, they're more than that. They're SANFL bona fide players, particularly at the Crows this year. You've got a good group of um, SANFL experienced footballers. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie strikes me straight away as someone I've seen down in Barossalite and Gawler, and he's played at uh, Central Districts before. You've got Louis Sharrod uh, running through there. Chris Hall, I think, just he, he has just played his 200th game. So there's some experience amongst these boys. Yeah, look, we um, yeah we, we try not to call them top-ups either. We do slip back into that sometimes. We call them we try to call them development players because so, yeah. they are they are better than that. So this year we set out to try to make sure that we can put some experience around our AFL boys because even though externally people think, well, they're AFL players, they should know better. But the reality is a lot of these guys, you know, 18 or 19 years of age, so they've never experienced playing men's football before. So we wanted to go out and find guys that, you know, can help them through that process. And that's what we were able to do. Obviously, there's a number of restrictions on who we can recruit. So we need to go, (laughs) you need to go for guys that have, you know, been out of the system for a while or, you know, towards the end of their career. So, the guys you've mentioned have been fantastic and I, I was lucky enough to have a personal relationship with them when I coached at the Eagles. So, you know, they've come in and, and really helped our younger AFL boys learn what it's like to to play, you know, in the sample. So, um, yeah, and I think it's just helped our, our balance because last year we, we got beaten up pretty well. We were only winning a few games last year. So it was nice to, nice to give them the winning feeling. Let's talk about this game because uh, win... And uh, you obviously get an opportunity to uh, to play in that second semi final and play off for a grand final berth. So it's a big game. Uh, they always are qualifying finals. So you'll take on the Red Legs. Um, it's interesting. Uh, Nord and the Crows have obviously been closely linked over uh, many many years since the Crows' inception, and uh, you get to go at it in a final for one of the one of the few occasions. I don't think it's actually happened before. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. We. Um... You know, we've been building towards this like every team has and Nord have beaten us both times this year. So we, we certainly start a little bit on the back foot. But, you know, we, you know the first time it was, it was pretty uh, average conditions and the second time it was a better day. But, you know, they beat us fair and square. So, yeah, we've, yeah, it's just been a little bit frustrating playing the two times that we have. So we're going to have to be a lot better. But uh, as you say, it's a qualifying final. Anything can happen and, and we're very excited about it. A big game this week against the Red Legs at Adelaide Oval. Almost the home ground for the Adelaide Crows, I think we could safely say. So uh, it should be a cracking game of football. We're looking forward to it. Mick, we wish you and uh, the Adelaide Crows all the best for the Sandful Finals series. And thanks for spending some time with us today here on the Sandful Show. No worries at all. Thank you. All right, outstanding. Nice little chat there from Mick Godden uh, for the Crows. So that's going to be a very, very interesting game as well. The Crows, of course, taking on the Red Legs. The Red Legs have been the informed team of the competition. Um, and look, no Matt Crouch, no James Rowe, no a lot of these players who have been 
probably pretty vital to a lot of that uh, mid to early season, even later parts of the season success. But the rules are you've got to play 50% more sample than AFL. Um, so there's going to be some changes. Still some very good players. Interesting game ahead. Yeah, I think it's with, with the Crows, and, you know, talked about this with Mick, it's, it's less to do with the AFL-listed players and the gap between the AFL-listed player and the top-up player that will come in. And the reality is that you, you mentioned this earlier in the show, the Crows haven't had uh, a lot of top-up player usage this year because they've had such a consistently healthy squad. So, you know, a few guys come out, uh, some guys that may not have played a lot of Sandville football this year coming in. Um, I, I think if there's a team inside the top five that's vulnerable in going out in straight sets, it's absolutely the Crows. That's just my opinion. Mm. Um, and I may be way wrong. They'll probably go on and win the flag now. On top of that as well, they're permanent top-ups for the Crows. You've got guys like Louis Sherrod. You've got Chris Hall. Um, you've got some guys who Isaiah played. McKenzie. Yep, yep, Izzy McKenzie, very good player. Jacob Templeton. These are guys who are actually really quite good players. Yep. Um, and I know, for example, um, you probably mentioned it, but um, Mick Godden was instrumental in getting Chris Hall over yep. to play, and he plays 200th last week um, against Port Adelaide. But those non-listed players... They've actually got some really good ones. Yeah, yeah. There's some talent there, and and lots of SNFL experience, which is where I think Port have lacked mm. this year, which is why we've seen them down uh, in the parts of the the ladder that they are. But as is always the case, when uh, they've got a healthy list, uh, when the AFL lists are, are healthy, and they can translate into 17 listed players playing for these AFL clubs, they seem to go pretty well, don't they? Yep, indeed. All right. So you got the Bays beating Sturt. Yes. I'll take Sturt beating the Bays just to, for a bit of fun. I love uh, it. And you've got... Nord. You've Nord to beat the Crows. Nord yep. to beat the Crows, yep. Oh, I have to agree with you on that one. So I'll take the Red Legs as well. Um, that was a bit of fun today. It was good. Enjoyable, always is. Finals time's upon us. Can't wait to get down to Adelaide Oval this weekend. Sunday it is. And make sure you listen out tomorrow to uh, Kane and Hazy because if you want a double pass to the footy, I reckon we might have... Five of them to oh, give away, Hazy. Five nice of them. Work. Good stuff. Uh, Adelaide Oval, 12-15 is the first game. We'll catch you this time next week. Uh, make sure, like you said, get an opportunity to get down there, see some finals footy. Have a good one. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.